Welcome to Bottom Line Sports Talk, where we cover sports and more for the culture, by the culture, because we are the culture. Hosted by your favorite twin duo, those Jackson men, Gary and Carrie. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, where you can rate us, review, subscribe, follow, and most importantly, share. Live in full effect, 99. We got 99 episodes. And 99, man. <laughs> 99. Hey, hey, and it feels so good, baby. It feels good. We are in separate locations today. I am back in Grambling, Louisiana for Graham Fam's homecoming post-COVID. Uh, yeah. My co-host decided not to join me this week, but it's oh, all unfortunate. good. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Well, yeah. I, I know what y'all are saying. They said they's gonna be on YouTube soon, and we are. We are. It's, we will be. We 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 be, coming be. like it was supposed be. to be this week. It was a lot of setup things, a lot of things behind the scene, but it's okay. Yeah, what we have here us. for you though is that juice, that fire, that won't that. Mm. We got ninety nine here. It might be a little bit longer than usual because it has right. been so so very much that has happened. It, a lot, a lot of entertainment, a lot of entertainment going on, a lot of stuff been going on behind the scenes that, that's just now getting pulled to the light. Uh, we we have a lot, we have a lot to discuss, man. And the first, the first thing I want to start off with is from this past Saturday with Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder boxing. And for the record, me, me, and you, we both said that. Tyson Fury is going to win, which he did. But man, it, it just didn't look like it was a it was a clean fight. It just looked one sided. Besides a couple of knockouts, man, it just looked one sided. And that one sided came from Tyson Fury, which I, I respect both Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. But you saw you saw a boxer go against an, just an athlete. You saw a boxer go against just an athlete. And I know, uh, I can tell you, in my opinion, what I saw, which was easy, who was uh, the guy that, the trainer that was in Tyson Fury's corner, game plan, this is a game plan. Keep your left hand up, because Deontay is a, is a power puncher. Let him use all of his energy, which he did in the first three or four rounds. He was out of, he was out of breath, he was out of gas, and all we're gonna do is just keep jabbing, 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 until he tires himself out, we're going to keep jabbing him. And then once he gets tired out, we saw what happened in, in the 11th round. So uh, was, it, was it a classic fight to me? I can't say. I, I, I'm, I'm going I'm to say if I had the greatest on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd probably put this on like a 6, a 6 and a half. But, yeah, nah, I mean, that's just my, my notes from it. Uh, from looking at that fight, from looking at all of the fights, to be honest, like Tyson out just just out boxing, but it, I mean, it, don't get me wrong, it was entertaining. And, and Tyson Fury, after he got through winning, gave the, all the glory to the good Lord up above, which I'm not mad at that. Salute to you for that. And he and then he left off singing, but hey, I I, I enjoyed it, but classic, no. Your thoughts on it? It was a classic. And it's only because you may feel different. People still watch boxing, but boxing is not the attraction that MMA is. 
And no, you don't want to compare the two, but the uh, MMA is MMA is it. You know, MMA gives you knockouts. It gives you great matchups. It has its controversy like boxing used to. If heavyweights don't rule the way they used to back in the day, boxing isn't the same thing. You still have good fighters and stuff like that, but heavyweights are king. Muhammad Ali, Lennox Lewis, Mike Tyson, the list goes on. Anybody that's a boxing critic will tell you that. So that's why it was a classic. It, we hadn't had a we hadn't had a good heavyweight since Lennox Lewis, like just to dominate with mm-hmm. Tyson Fury being a linear champion. When it comes to this fight, we said it should not have been a third fight. The reason being is because, in our opinion, Tyson Fury won both of the first two. Right. It was, it was it was it was definitely hard to accept the first one. Like we were we were rooting for Deontay, but the, it, it the, was so the hard first, because. We, the, the first one, yeah, the first one was hard to accept because, I mean, we all were saying, like, Tyson really did it, right? But that You're second right. one... But, but we didn't want to admit it. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I can admit it, but the, the second one, when it came down to the second one, it was like, okay, without a shot of a doubt, not only did he win, I felt he took his heart in the sense of the way he prepared for that fight and the strategy they came up with. I'm like, he can't beat him again. He, he yeah. couldn't... If he didn't get it the second fight, he wasn't going to get it the third fight. And when his third fight came out, and you may feel differently, but I, this is me. After the second round, he did not look himself. Mm-hmm. He looked gas, one, but he looked like he had seen a ghost from three yeah. on to 11. Yeah. And yes, although knockdowns and hits may have taken place, Tyson took his heart. Um, and for me, he has big fights ahead of him. But as long as Tyson is the champion, you cannot fight him no more. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't predict a part four. It don't it need to be, be a part four, in my opinion. And right. as far as Tyson Fury, he can now say he can go down as one. Not, not that he's a goat, but he can go down as a goat uh, yeah. for what he did. And for his discussion. In, in terms of what you had asked me <laughs> for him singing, he did that last fight too. All right, right. Uh, right. But Tyson. Uh, like you said, boxer versus athlete. And the thing I got mad about with Deontay, it seemed as though his strategy was the same as it was last fight. I'm going to set you up with this left and come with my power. Where everybody know that's your move. And if you paid attention from rounds 2 to 11, all he did was 1-2. One, 1-2. Two, one, two. And he never yeah. mixed it up. It was one point, I think, in round 7 or 8 where he actually was like boxing, right? Yeah. Instead of just looking for the power shot. I get it at 10, 11, it's almost over. You know you're behind, so you kind of got to go for the gusto. But I felt like if he would have tried to even kill, maybe they have a jab fight until five or six, and maybe Tyson get, you know, impatient. Right. It didn't happen. Uh, Tyson, it, 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 to me, Tyson had the fight locked up in the second round. And Deontay yeah. was raising his hand, and I was like, yeah. Tyson really I, won the rounds. And, and, and I can't knock down you. Right, and I kept saying, I'm like, you raise your hand. I'm like, bro, you losing these rounds. But another, another thing, and, and we can, we gonna uh, swing, swing it over to another subject. But I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this, this is my last piece on this because I was thinking about it when it happened after the fight was over with. Uh, Tyson went over to Deontay and he tried congratulating for a good fight, and Deontay wasn't having it. He ain't want to stand up, congratulate him, and show him his respect. And I'm I'm just saying, bro, like you you get you got that you the one that took that ass whooping, and you took it like a man. Now if you would have won, you you would have been you know hugging, doing all that stuff with Tyson Fury. But you gotta in life you have to learn 
wins and losses. Uh, it ain't a guarantee that you're going to win. And just like Tyson has said, uh, at the end of the day, I'm glad that we both made it out the ring because, you know, boxing is a serious sport. People have passed away from boxing. But for, for Deontay not to show no respect, I, I lost a little bit of respect uh, for him for that. You being a sore loser uh, just because you got knocked out, just because you fired your uh, your other trainer, just because you don't want to listen to what people have to tell you to better advance your, your career, if, if, just because you don't know how to box instead of just using power punches all every day, all day, every day. You still have to show respect at the end of the day. I, I didn't like what he did. I still won't like what he did. So you have to take them win. You have to take the the losses as well as the win. So this ain't the first. It this ain't the second, and it won't be the last. So whatever hurdles you need to get through, man, get through them hurdles. Continue to win. Continue to be a great athlete. But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, just show your respect. That's it. I mean, at the end of the day. Whether or not he showed the respect or not, like I told you, people look at it like you may look at it like, I mean, he still got something left in the tank. Me personally, you've been to the mountaintop, you've seen the mountaintop, you've also been taken down and humbled. It's nowhere else left for you to go. Uh, everybody's looking at it from a fan perspective, I'm looking at it from a holistic perspective, bro. It's nowhere for you to go. You don't want to fight nobody else, um, mm -hmm. other than if they have a belt, you know what I'm saying. And to be honest, everybody knows your game strategy. So I think it's over for him. And it's fine. You, 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 I'm just saying, you yourself will probably sit up there as a boxing fan, and you are perfectly entitled to say it. You yourself as a boxing fan will say, hey, he got many more fights left to him. I'm okay. telling you as a competitor, and if you at the top of your game and you get knocked down, you're not trying to make the climb back up. So he did mm. what he did, I think, because he knows it's over, and he's mad that it's over. So I can't be mad at him for that. I, I mean, sportsmanship is one thing, but that man know it's over. So I didn't expect anything different from him. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, so let's switch gears since we own dumb decisions, right? Yeah. Whichever one you want to start with, I'll let you. I'll let you pick a number. Uh, you want to do one or what, two? Which one you want to start with? Well, well, let, let, let's go with this. What's the hey? What's today's mathematics, man? Uh, today's mathematics are nineteen. 19. 19 being that is the comeback that Lamar Jackson had on Monday Night Football versus the Indianapolis Colts. If you did not see that game, it was tremendous. Lamar mm -hmm. Jackson has taken, uh, to me, the best leap ever. Everybody talks about Josh Allen. The reason why I can't put Josh, Josh Allen in Lamar Jackson category is because Lamar Jackson has nobody but Michael or however you say, the tight end. I'm just going to say that so I don't get it wrong. He only okay. had eight tight ends to throw to. Everybody else dropped passes. He literally is <laughs> with running back. Hold on. He literally is a running. He is a running game without running backs. And when it comes to that team, they come and go as he goes, and he constantly shows up. If he had a team like Josh Allen, he would have won a Super Bowl by now, but he does not. To the Ravens front office, get him receivers. Once you get him receivers you will win a Super Bowl, whether or not he has a defense that is left to be seen or showed. But my mathematics, again, is 19 for Lamar Jackson. To me, MVP. We can talk about that later. Go ahead. Uh, my, to, what's today's mathematics? 
on my end is 18. 18, man. 18, and uh, the reason I'm saying 18, 18 former NBA players have been charged with defrauding the NBA health and welfare benefits plan. One, uh, a few of those players, big being uh, Big Baby Davis, uh, out of out of LSU, played for Boston, won a chip. Tony Allen, the, the infamous Tony Allen, one of the best defenders in, in NBA history, and he, his wife was a part of it as well. Uh, and a couple of more players: Sebastian Telfair, uh, Chris uh, oh, Dudley Roberts. Yeah, Chris Douglas, exactly. I'm saying his name. I think he he was supposed to be in jail, but Chris Douglas Roberts. Uh, he used to play for uh, the Memphis Tigers with Derrick Rose. A, a bunch of a bunch of NBA players, but uh, sad to say, uh, they they all been charged uh, with defrauding the NBA's health and uh, health and benefits stuff. So it is kind of sad because. Is like you taking advantage of the system, trying to take advantage of, you know, they're trying to get money. And if you, I think, like I said, it's 18 form, former NBA players. Let's keep that in mind, former NBA players. So the fact that they couldn't keep all their money or the, I don't know why they are doing this, it, it, just, show, it just shows how bad it is right now. Uh, players should still be watching 30 for 30, ESPN 30 for 30. They still should be watching ESPN 30 for 30. But hey, that hey, it sucks. Tony Allen, I think Tony Allen, his uh jersey is supposed to get retired in Memphis. We don't know if that's going to happen or not. But a, a lot of these players, man, they had good contracts. For whatever reason, I guess they blew their money and they needed some money. But hey, uh, look, anything better than going to jail. That's all I'm gonna say. So that's today. That's my today's mathematics. On a, another note, Michigan is going to open the only HBCU that closed back in 2013. Um, it was formerly called Lewis College of Business. Well, Lewis College, I guess you could say. Now it'll be called, um, well, yep, Lewis College of Business. Sorry, y'all. Now it'll be called Pencil Lewis College of Business and Design. Um, prominent Black, I'm sorry, a prominent business owners and designers are actually working to get this reopened. This is a big look for HBCUs. Michigan is a big state, has a very diverse population, minority even for Blacks, yeah. uh, yeah. African Americans. Uh, that is great big news. Now on to some more great entertainment here. I need you to pick one or two. Two. So we're gonna pick number two. We're gonna talk about your boy, Ben Simmons. And how mm. he has made his return. Okay. Ben Simmons in the news of a very dicey situation. Philadelphia 76ers don't want Ben Simmons as well as Ben Simmons doesn't want to be with the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, what I have to ask you is this. Okay. If you're going to die on the ledge, shouldn't you die? You should. You should. Don't you don't be, hey, don't, don't huff and puff. It ain't no need. It ain't no need to huff and puff, man. You done made your decision already. Your your uh, teammates wanted to come out and, and check on you, see how you doing. Want 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 you to get back on the team. I'm pretty sure they was willing to apologize to you about some of the stuff that was said, but you you turned them away. So you did all of this, and now like it, it's a it's a double edged sword. Now 
Like if, if you stay on if you stay on that ledge, and you down that ledge, that that's 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 on you because you made that decision. And now if you come back, you're gonna be looking like a dog with with your tail between your legs, and it's like, man, what do you want? He because he definitely, he, he not, definitely came back like you throw the bone or you throw the stick, and the dog bring back something else or, or, or nothing or, at or, all. Or, or 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 boomerang, but uh, I mean, but at the end of the day, if you didn't like that situation, guess what? You didn't have to take that that uh, that max contract of I believe over four year, five year, hundred seventy mil, hundred seventy million or hundred seventy million dollar deal. You didn't have to take that. If you wanted to go somewhere else, you could have. Well, the thing, now, the thing is, I don't think he wanted to go nowhere. It's the pressure of being who he's supposed to be or who everybody wants him to be. However, you want to look at it. I think and, with him not being, and again, nobody's telling you to shoot threes. We just telling you to try to shoot attempts. Attempt. Just attempt. Um, that's that's one of the things that has been nagging people. Other things are the fact when you come to defense for yourself, and what you quote unquote supposed to be, what what you quote unquote supposed to be um, a LeBron s player. One of the things about LeBron, and everybody can knock him if they want to, but you cannot knock his improvement throughout the league that he's been. Throughout the years. Yeah, he went from being just a flashy high jumper who who dunks to being a closer, however he closes, to being a mid-range shooter, to being a three-point shooter now, and to being a floor general, being a point forward in the typical sense. And, And on top of all that, the fact that he knows who he is is why he wants more help around him. Like now he know he now he knows why he wants more help around him. Mm-hmm. So that's why Russ came. That's why AD came. That's why other players want to come because you don't want to be with anybody that's selfish, but you also want to be with an alpha dog. Being right. you can't pretend to be an alpha dog and go be a beta in the same breath. It don't work like that. Yeah, man, it, it don't work like that. And like I said, I I know we talk, we spoke about this plenty of times off off the air, but hey, look, at the end of the day, you still got to keep it professional because if you don't play, that's a bad look on you. And then on top of that, if you don't play, guess what else you losing? That we all that we all as as men and women need. You need money. Not not saying that you don't have none, but you no need no money. no. That's that's why he came back. I think they yeah, said he yeah. lost a million dollars all the way up to a million dollars up until he came back. Exactly. Oh, you you gonna lose you gonna lose all that money just man, bro. You might well look play, do whatever you have to do, get yourself back in shape. But this situation, it ain't going nowhere. Philadelphia, they ain't budging. They just paid you this all this money for all these years. They not budging. So well, whatever I, I, you thought, I think and, they don't talk. And then, and then on top of that, if you don't play, guess what? That's all that money. That's all that money they getting back. Which means they don't have to pay you. I think they would budge if somebody would take his contract, but nobody wants to take his contract because he's legit. He's legit. If you he's big enough to be a player, you can build your team around, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't build a team around nowadays a person who can't shoot. And we ain't exactly. talking about three pointers again. We just talk about shoot. But and look and look at Milwaukee. Look look at Giannis. Yeah, Giannis was hot, man. You already know my take. When Giannis came from the league, I'm like, bro. So all he can do is just run and duck and. But I, I, 
but you you know my take on it too. I feel like people are unfair because I'm like, how many, what is he, seven, six, 11, seven? What is it? 60, yeah, 16. 16, 6, 11. I don't care how you look at it. It ain't that many 16, 6, 11 people that can run the floor like him, demand the double team, do all that. Like this year he showed I do what I do to the best of my abilities and good luck with you stopping it. Yeah. It'd be different if being yeah. it'd be different if being died on that ledge too, but he don't. <laughs> and, and then and then on top of that, I'm, I'm looking I'm looking at some of the highlights. Man, he over here make he always making step back jumpers, shooting, making threes. Man, I, I'm just looking like Giannis is is really becoming his own, becoming into his own. Not oh, he already he stepped into it. I think yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, mm-hmm. he already stepped into it, but yeah. So hey, Ben, get the money. Play, shoot, do what you got to do. For, for because, entertainment purposes, because, because, because I know we can have jokes. I wish he would have stayed gone a little bit longer. I wish he would have. I, too, had, I, had, I had jokes ready for whenever the season started. But 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 check this out, man. It's it's a kid that got drafted by Oklahoma City, Josh Giddy, just like Ben Simmons. Without, but he could he can shoot, but he could pass, he could dribble, he could shoot from Australia. Coincidence? I think not. But yeah, let, let's let's go on to the other subject. Let's go on to the next subject. The next subject is Kyrie Irving. If you want to lead this one, you can. Just let me know. Uh, well, I'm I'm gonna go and give you my take on, on this Kyrie Irving situation, man. Because this is a headache. Uh, everybody is talking funny. about it right now. Yeah, every everybody is talking about it right now. He came. He went out IG live and said he's not against the vaccination. So I'm like, bro, what are you? All right, I'm gonna get on that. And I'm gonna get on that later. But Kyrie Irving, if y'all don't know, uh, doesn't want to take the vaccine. And I, me personally, I think he's gonna stay on that ledge. But if he doesn't play, he's gonna lose millions and millions of dollars. And he's just only gonna be playing role games. But here's a, here's the thing: he ain't gonna be able to play in California because they have mandates. So if you the Brooklyn Nets right now, you thinking, all right, well, what should we do with him? Should we trade him? Because at this moment, he's becoming the head case. He was injured. He was injured in the postseason last year. Earlier in, in the year when the season started, he he never told front office or the coaches or anybody that he had to go out for a certain situation. Turns out that situation that he went to was his sister's birthday party, and then on top of that. You saying stuff like, uh, we really don't need a head coach for anything. And mind you, Steve Nash just had got hired. That was his first year. You said before the beginning of the season started. And then all of this stuff is piling on. You always blaming the media for for the, for your actions. He's always blaming the media. Whenever something go down, y'all always do this. Whenever something go down, y'all always do this. Well, in this situation... You always do, you always, he doing this to himself. So at first I was like, yeah, I was kind of like having a little bit of pity for him because he was right. But at the same time, hey, people got a job to do. And that's their job is covering you. You're a professional athlete. You know what come with it. But at this point, I don't feel no, I don't feel nothing for him. If he want to lose all that money to take a stance for whatever, for, for not getting a vaccine, Bro, it is what it is. Uh, if I was Kevin Durant, James Harden, man, deal him, 
let him go somewhere else, let somebody else take on his contract. I saw yesterday that the that the Nets are not, they don't want to give him a give him an extension. Hey, as you should, as you should, when, when players are becoming too much of a hit case, either you let them go, don't offer them no more money, and when it's time, when it's time to move on, move on from them. So that's my take on it. You said you said it in a nutshell. So <clears throat> this is what I had to say about it. Based off his IG live, he's a dumbass. <laughs> now, I'm gonna let that resonate for like a couple seconds. He's he's a dumbass. Okay. You literally have been putting up this whole facade saying that you're against the vaccine, and now your reason for not taking the vaccine. Listen to me now. Your reason for not taking the vaccine is because you are standing up for people who don't want to take the vaccine and lost their jobs. Right. How in the living hell are you gonna help them? And how does that make sense, man? And how does it make sense? And let's let's take it a step further. I think you touched on it. Let me go a little bit further in it. He literally has not been healthy for an entire season since he left Cleveland. <laughs> and so you are constantly hurt. Now you can't play 41 games at home. You can't play in the state of California. Most likely, just because the league going to be petty because you 96% of the league is vaccinated. You're a dummy that's not getting vaccinated, vaccinated right now, and your reasoning is dumb too. So right. you don't want to get vaccinated. You see everybody else that is vaccinated. You're not going to play 41 games at home. Uh, we can say, what, just an estimate 10 games at least on the uh, right. West Coast in California, yeah. uh, not to mention any other states that may have that same right. mandate. Right, right. So you're looking at maybe he played 20 games. we doing roughly like, right? Why would I pay you when I don't trust you to show up to away games, nevertheless home games? You can't do something as simple as get a vaccine. And again, I'm not saying anything is wrong with you saying you don't want to do it. But your reasoning got to be better than this. Yeah, it has to be. And I, I don't. I'm trying to. I'm. I'm trying to figure out the logic behind all of this. He said he want to be yourself. a voice for the voice. He said he want to be a voice for the voiceless. Man, what? A, voice for what? For who? People got their own mouths. They don't need you speaking for them. But again, all the logic behind all of this, it don't make sense. He say uh, he say for the vags, but he unvaccinated. He like it just all of it is just a head this, a head scratcher. This this, this is why point. I don't this this is why you can't sit up there and think about this dummy too much. He thinks the world's flat, and I know I've said this before. You laugh every time I say it, but I'm so serious. You can't trust people who die on that ledge right there. No, he man. died on that ledge, saying that the earth's flat. So automatically, it maybe the world is flat, but it's the links that you go to to prove that you right that confuses me. And, I, and I'm trying to figure out like, and then uh, and then on top of that, because we're about to get, I'm, I want to get on this too. Andrew Wiggins was talking that talk. He was talking that talk. He was talking, man. He was talking it up, man. I don't want to get vaccinated. All right, go to stage. Like, okay. Don't get vaccinated. That's fine. You're you're literally, you're literally a dummy on possibly the best team when they have everybody healthy. You can literally ride your way on the bench to a championship. And your reason for not wanting to be a part of that is the vaccine. And don't get me wrong, for people who don't get the vaccine, 
not to do with your job because that's a totally different subject for a different day. But for people who don't want to get the vaccine that are going to actually live a safe life and not mm-hmm. take your tail outside, hey, do it up. I am for it. For you idiots, and we know a lot of them, who go out here and live their life freely without a vaccine, knowing good and well, again, this is the number that I remember, and I know it's over there still right now. They don't report it no more. 600,000 cases, over 100,000 deaths just yeah, in the United right. States. Right. And you t- it, and, and and it blows my mind because all of us had to get shots when we were kids. You had to get shots to go to school. You had to get shots to do this. You had to get shots to do that. And if you were an athlete, you've been getting physical since you was teeny tiny. Right. What's the difference now? Yeah. Oh, you older, so, so you think it, oh they putting something in my body to track me. Oh, they yeah. said that it's gonna kill me. Really? I thought it was COVID that would kill you. Right. And I and uh, I mean, like I said. Money, again, when it when it boiled down to it, money talks. Money talks. So when Andrew was talking all that, I, I don't want to get vaccinated. I don't feel comfortable. Man, man, his agent started looking at him like, hey, man, uh, you know how much money you're going to lose every game for the year? And you started, man, he started thinking about it. He was like, okay. When, when he came back and got vaccinated, he said he didn't trust him or whatever. He felt sick. What was the last thing you just said what he did? Everybody, every more than likely, everybody did after they got vaccinated. But no, you said when, you got when vaccinated, you start right? when you start counting up all the money, huh? You said he got vaccinated, huh? right? Yeah, he ain't got vaccinated. He knows what's that's, up. That's hey, the point, hey, right? They know what's every in and everybody know what's up, huh? No, no, yeah, I'm just everybody saying, knows what's up. Money talk, man. Well, yeah. money, money for show talk. So it's all it's all good, man. It's all good. So, but yeah, um, I mean that—that that is what it is. Yeah, unless you got anything else, we can get to the topic at hand. <laughs> Let's go, man, John Gruden. Yeah, you—you you can start off, or you can let me. It, right. it don't matter. You know me. Well, you—you you go off. You, you part one, I'll be part two. So, John Gruden. And I'm gonna say my I'm gonna say my stance on him before then, so everybody know. And you know, I mean, we're twins, but you've known me for I years. Know. I have never liked John. <laughs> I know you for years. Yeah, I <laughs> I have never liked John Gruden. I think he I think he's been everything that Keyshawn Johnson has said. That's one. But I've always said y'all think too highly of John Gruden for him to be in this so safe position of power. He won his championship off the back of Tony Dungy, Tony Dungy's team, right? He, if he's such a great quarterback whisperer, Rich Gannon was poo-butt cheese that year. And everybody and their mama know when they won that ship, I think it was an 0-1, if I'm not mistaken, that was off the back of the defense, not off the strength of the offense. They won, I think, I think the defense, I might be misquoting, I think the defense scored equally, if not more points than the offense at the Super Bowl. Right. Or oh, got as many turnovers, you know what I'm saying? It's touchdown. Yeah. So yeah. you have that, right? He then leads the Tampa Bay Bucks and he goes to be the quarterback whisperer for incoming college uh, quarterbacks. And then he goes to Monday Night Football. So he's a quarterback whisperer. How are you right. a quarterback whisperer when, again, your last track record wasn't good at all? But yeah. I digress. Anyway, but, he goes on and does that. I've always hated him. Hated his voice, hated what he stand for. I never liked the dude. That's just me. That's how I felt. Then he get this 10-year, $100 million contract to go be the coach of former Oakland, now Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Yeah. 
And right. a lot of people saying, well, Gary, why didn't you like him? It just seemed like you wanted, if you were a person to take credit for something that you didn't do, as far as like you a quarterback whisperer, but your track record ain't really saying you a quarterback whisperer, but you just gonna run with it. And then again, this may be a matter of privilege for him too, but I didn't think he was all that great. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it just seemed like he was one that would take everything that was coming his way, even though he didn't deserve it. Which again, that's a that's a matter of privilege. That's another discussion. I just didn't like his that's character. It. He seemed a bit off anyway. So the oh, matter of the emails right coming it. out. Hmm? Okay. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Emails coming out. Uh, over six hundred and fifty thousand emails. For those who don't know. Uh, the NFL is investigating the culture of the former Washington, we won't say their last name, but down there, the Washington football team, they're investigating their culture because it is a very toxic culture. One would say probably the most toxic out of the whole NFL. Well, out of 650,000 emails, this is one that popped up and it's more coming out right now to this day, right? Okay. This, this one popped out saying right. that he called the NFL PA representative he said his lips were like Michelin tires and his defense to that was, oh, they're like rubber, nothing comes out. Um, again, very racist comment. And then as of Monday, yeah, yeah as of Monday, he Monday, had, right. Yeah, as of Monday, because that happened over the weekend last Friday to Sunday. On Monday, there were more news, there was more news that came out that had uh, homophobic slash transphobic uh, messaging in there, as well as misogynistic women bashing. Um, yep. and much more and what a common link seems to be between this is not John Gruden but Bruce Allen who was the VP <laughs> at the time of the Washington Redskins right. but all this talk of people saying culture change and stuff like that look I was having a talk with somebody yesterday we were talking about certain things culture change does not come just because you want it to come mm -hmm. culture change comes from people changing within Exactly. NFL has a big problem, and it don't just start at the top. It starts from within. Roger Goodell does not control things, as people seem to think, because he has to answer the owners. If you look at the pie that's divided between players, owner, uh, and and uh, commissioner, commissioner got his slice, players got their slice, but the biggest majority of that slice goes to the owners. Owners, right. And that's what differentiates the NFL and the NBA, which – May not be player run, but it's damn sure split a little bit more evenly. Having said all that, I'm gonna let you go ahead and get the floor and we can discuss and then we'll get ready to wrap up. But go ahead. Okay, yeah. Uh man, a, a lot, a lot I can say about John Gruden right now. Um, I ain't gonna say I I don't I ain't gonna say I hate him the way you do, but um never like <laughs> me, 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 me personally as a, as a fan of the NFL, as a fan of football, basketball. Uh, especially looking in, into the NFL, I just felt that John Gruden is an overrated coach. Uh, at the same time, I, I don't understand how he got that 10-year, $100 million contract with, of course, incentives and everything as well. But going back to those emails, a, a person will only show you their true selves. So they'll, they'll show you their true selves when you're not when you're not looking at them, when you're looking at them, and, and we've heard this phrase plenty of times. When you're looking at a person, they're gonna be on their best behavior. But when when you stop looking at them and you turn your back to them, or 
you uh, you go away for a little bit, then you'll see how how a person really is. And in this instance, situation, in, in this situation with John Gruden, uh, he he showed us he showed us a portrait of who he was with, on Monday Night Football with the quarterback cams. Talking to talking to young men, a lot of African American, Caucasian, uh, different ethnicities, and he was smiling in their face. He was telling what they needed to do, but behind closed doors, when it was in the in, NFL, even before he got with the Raiders, this happened before he got with the Raiders. He was just saying, like you stated earlier, saying all these homophobic slurs, uh, racial Racist. comments, mm-hmm. ra- ra- racist comments, and you have you have to be aware, and, and this is in life too. And I'm, I'm talking about life. I've said this a couple of times on here as well. But you have to you have to look at people's situations. Everybody smiling in your face. They ain't who they seem to be. And with all of these emails, the the main thing we we see what's going on right now. But the main thing, I want to see why other 32 NFL teams owners whatever what they had to say. Lord forbid, this is just, this right here. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. So I'm pretty. I'm I'm pretty sure if we go down. If we if we go down that hill, I'm pretty sure we'll see emails from owners, emails from from uh, managers, general managers, and the, the wild thing about all of this is with John Gruden, which had got to be the dumbest thing, is why would you send emails? Why, why would you send emails? And then on top of that, you, you criticize and you critiquing presidents, you critiquing, you critiquing all these people. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they're all human beings. Every everybody has feelings, everybody has emotions. And now that all of this stuff leaked out, I think, I think, me being honest, I think this this is a wrap for him. I don't, I don't know how you could come back from this. Uh, he I don't can't. think you can come back. He he can't. Um, he's done. He's definitely done. Um, I think I was listening to a podcast by Monty Jones, one of my favorite podcasts. As y'all know, if y'all been listening, I was listening to a podcast. He actually had. I don't want to get his name wrong, uh, but I'll just say Mr. Smith, the uh, NFLPA president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he had him on, and he was just answering questions. And he said, "It's not so much of what was said to me. He wants to dig deep to see exactly." what's going on in, to- in terms of culture. So what's going on when it's being said that we need to hire more minorities, right? right. Who right. Uh, is saying what, what's really, what's really good basically. And I think that's a good perspective. I also think that to eradicate this culture is gonna be way harder than what may be seen. Um, mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you can only control so much. And it starts with the owners. The owners don't think it's a big deal. And again, there are different ways to get the owners' attention. The biggest way being hitting their pocketbooks. Be hitting their pocketbooks. But the biggest thing is, and 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 uh, people can disagree all they want to, but the biggest thing being, he's not the only one. Of course, yeah. And I think it's a lot. Um, I, like I said, I think it's definitely a lot of them out there. I I, I think they had the right idea with doing it with the Washington Football Team. Mm-hmm. What I would love to challenge the NFL to do if they're the ones putting this on or whoever doing it, man. I know it's a, a long stretch, but every year I feel like you should investigate everything. Yeah, 
everything but, but, like you doing but, Washington, like why stop at Washington? Yeah, but do it, but do it sporadically. Like don't 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 say hey, did this around around November first? Yeah, we make it like an investigate. No, make it make it no, like an but but yeah. I know what you're saying. So they so they don't know it's coming, so they can't delete nothing. Yeah, they, exactly. They they it's people out here that hack for a living. You can't delete nothing. I'm sorry. No nah, man, the nah, dark that look nothing. the dark the dark net of having before anybody else have it, man. Yeah, so it, I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't even worry about that. Like it, it's out here, it's real. Um, it, it's it's a lot of stuff. Just just believe it or not, people say stuff even if you delete it. So you can't control what the other person does. Yeah, man. But uh, but yeah, man. With that being said, I don't know. You got anything? You got anything for these picks? What you got? Oh yeah, man. It's been it's been a long time coming for sure. But I'm a, I'm gonna go on the R and B side. Uh, the first one goes to Neil Sultana. Uh, she got a couple of records out, Ambiance and Coconut Water, and the other ones goes to Seven O Two Stilo, man. Uh, got one uh, quicksand by Moray, and then shout out to the homie. This is first single. I hope y'all go support it. Uh, it's by G Wag. It's called Checks Again. Checks Again. That's a bit, man. And uh, he, he really spit on that thing. My man got something special. Proud of the homies. Uh, proud of Mario, Rob, Wag. Uh, yeah, uh, De- Devin, Trent. Devin, Trent. Proud of. Uh, definitely proud of. Uh, the people that we met along the way, shout out to Slump Busters, shout, shout out to, to Any with OD on sports, shout, shout out to Brandon, Richard, uh, him and his family, uh, shout out to Brandon, I I got shout him out, he's a Cowboys guy, but yeah, shout out to Brandon, shout out, uh, like I said, to everybody that's uh, been on here, we definitely, we definitely on the rise, we got something cooking for y'all. Yeah, shout out to Mario, aka Black Raiden, shout out yes, to Mr. Bedford. Uh, yes, our NFL agent friend. Shout out to Rashad Boatner, uh, Boat Sports. Y'all go, y'all go check that out. My man doing something real special. I love it. We got to attend that one day. Yeah, we will. We got to, we got to attend that one day. Um, I, I think, I think we forgetting somebody. Who we forgetting? Oh uh, man, uh, I don't think I don't we know, forgot man. nobody. That, I hope, I hope we didn't. Uh, if we did, uh, blame it on our heads, not our hearts. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but so. yeah. Yeah, shout out to everybody, man. If we forgot yeah. y'all, trust me, we're gonna make a list from now on. But we we definitely gotta support the people who are on this journey with us, who are traveling the same path, a different path, whatever. As long as you traveling this thing, remember it's a it's a marathon, not a race. RIP Nipsey Hustle, the marathon continues. Uh shout yeah. out to me and my brother Kerry. Love you. Uh we're doing some big things, pushing this engine forward. Shout out to our mom. For supporting shout out to mama. Shout, shout out to daddy too, man. Shout out to daddy, RIP. And uh, oh, I'm sorry for my for my business coach, financial coach, my friend, Confidant. Uh, you are in Florida. You just celebrated your birthday. I thank you so very much for doing this journey, for starting this with me, for instilling this in me, for believing in me. Laura Royer, you are simply <laughs> amazing. Thanks. Love you dearly. Uh, sorry for Florida and, and LSU fans. That's my last thing. Yeah, it's all good. We we bouncing back. We gonna bounce back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, you got anything? I know I was long winded. I sorry. No, no, man, no, no. Just like I said, uh, I say this every episode, man. Thank you everybody for supporting and listening. 
Uh, we definitely going to be on YouTube soon, so you're going to be able to see our faces. Um, put the picture to the frame, you dig? Yep, Shout out to Benny Steve. Shout out to Benny Steve for that. But, uh, yeah, don't, man. Don't, just, don't forget we're going to be active on those social medias, too. Yeah, yeah, we 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 definitely active. Uh, follow faces us. be on there. Yeah, follow, follow us. Uh, follow us on BS Sports Talk Fifty One and uh, my personal, uh, my personal IG and Twitter CD Jackson 07 That uh, I'll be posting on there a lot, especially on IG, and I'll be tweeting. So it's good, man. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Gentleman Jack underscore one two three. Most importantly, y'all subscribe, share, uh, tell a friend, tell a friend. We got the email list that's about to get popping and active. Uh, we're gonna be we just we're we gonna get everywhere like we inspired we got some new stuff cooking we appreciate the help that's coming uh we love it we love it we appreciate it other than that man and nothing else i'm going to enjoy my homecoming if y'all see me online ignore this weekend that's not me that's my alter ego i can't say twin because you my twin so that's my <laughs> alter ego uh that's gentleman jack that's gonna be coming out this weekend don't be paying attention to him he causes trouble Anyway, other than that, bye, y'all. <laughs> hey, cause, no, no, because you know what? We do it for the culture, by, by the, the culture. culture we because are we the are the culture. Yes, indeed. So, peace. Thank you for listening to Bottom Line Sports Talk. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and don't forget to share. We'll see you next time.